We are the ultimate bad review. Roll camera. Camera rolling. Roll sound. South speed. You look in the camera and Runa take, you're dead. Marcus! Action! You know Quentin Tarantino? I love his movies. I fucking hate Forrest Gump. There's nothing left for our kinds of movies. Take back the screen! The Directors Guild of America will bring down its swift sword of justice on you rank amateurs. The enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. Do you see that you can buy yes. the Pet Rock on A24's website yes. now? Yes! For $35. Like, oh my god. Like, a ripoff, but at the same time, I'm like, the novelty of it yeah, is kind of... Right. It's kind of sick. Kind of like the bear in the cage. Whenever Midsummer came out, I was like, yeah, what the but hell is not this nearly movie? as cool. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, like I would rather have the bear in the cage than a, literally a pet rock. Oh, I, yeah, right. you can make it that. for cheaper. Like, you're you right. can literally. Make I literally it. said I was like, we can make everyone um, a, a a pet rock for the Oscar party for like thirty bucks, probably. Yeah, honestly, you're not you just wrong. Just googly eyes. And yeah. you can probably go find rocks anywhere. Googly you could eyes, find rocks anywhere. You need like boxes and. That's it. <laughs> yeah, to put them in. That would, that would be, be kind of cool. We be. should always start thinking about like shit to do like that for the Oscar party. We this do year. have a bunch of leftover stuff from last year that we get to use. We 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 have do a bunch we, of those Oscar statues. Which do we I sell think, the Oscar statues? We do. Yeah, yeah. We can either give out the Oscar statues or we can just give one to the winner. So I was and thinking about that. Like what if we did like? What if it was like there were like tokens that you got throughout the night? Whoever had the most Oscars throughout the night? Because last year it was. Whoever got got the most answer, like most like nominations correct got a movie. Yep. And Joey won last year. Yep. He got the Blu-ray yeah. of Licorice Pizza. We could do the same thing. We're like, if you got the nomination, you get an Oscar. I like that. And then yeah. whoever has the most Oscars at the end of the night gets a movie of, of their choice. Yeah. Now the only problem is that we would we would have to order more Oscars because if people get double Oscars, we're gonna run out. And of that's Oscars fine. Those quick. the ones that I bought were like fifteen dollars for the twenty five. Okay, like, cool, cool, cool. They're not. Yeah, they're yeah not we literally expensive. just need another twenty five pack, and then we'll, we'll be good. I, I don't. I don't think anyone's gonna exceed because what you got like seventeen last year or no eleven, yeah, 11. 11. yeah eleven. That's you were you were an unstoppable. Oh, you're talking about if you got it right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If like you if you guess right, the nomination, we you, yeah, we give you an Oscar. Exactly. I, I like it. I think it's cool. I think I think that you're onto something there, pal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool, dude. I'm excited for this year. I mean, like the nominations just happened, which is crazy. Mm. Like, I mean, uh, yeah, it was, I'm, it was I'm crazy. Not as bad as I was last year. That's a fact. That is that is a fact. I did see a post that had last year's best picture right up alongside this year's best picture nominations. And I, and and they and they commented like l- this year does beat the shit out of last year. Oh yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, like I would I would agree with that. I mean, it's you know this this year has been a good year for the for the movies, yeah. which is pretty crazy. And it was like I definitely didn't find myself as mad with most of the nominations. Like last year, there were like movies. I was like, why the hell did this get the nominated? Why is this yep. being talked about? Why does anybody yeah. give a shit about this movie? Why is Coda doing yeah, so like, well? <laughs> Why is Power of the Dog doing so well? Dude, Coda and Power but, of the Dog. And like this year, like there's definitely some issues. I tab some issues. Like where the fuck is Nope? Where the where fuck is, is Pearl? No, where's Nope? Yeah, where's, where's Pearl? Pearl? Where's Decision to Leave? Where's yeah. Decision where? to fucking leave? Where's Decision like, to Leave? I, I mean, personally, I mean, I haven't seen the foreign films, but every time I see the foreign film no- like nominations, you got to think about how many categories are skipped over with these foreign film nominations so yeah. to make it into the oscars nominations you yeah. got to be pr- i would say pretty good mm-hmm. generically and then 
pretty popular. If you're yeah. not if you're not hitting those two categories, you're probably not going to make it into the audience. And I feel like I saw nothing but shit about Decision to Leave. Like personally, all of them were like crazy about make, that movie. It doesn't make sense because I was like, everyone loved Old Boy. But then I don't know. I like I, I literally had a conversation with Joey about I don't really understand what takes a movie to get to the Oscars. Mm. And I used to think it was just a popularity contest and sometimes I still feel that way. But yeah, I, I don't really understand their their criteria and it really does like suck whenever you have a movie that you really enjoyed not make it to the Oscars uh, at all. Like, I mean, it just got completely snubbed. So Exactly. I feel like I haven't seen All Quiet on the Western Front, but I know when I watch that, I'm just going to be looking this at this movie saying, this isn't better than Decision to Leave. I'm honestly... It's already going to be a peg down. <laughs> I'm already... Ex- I am really excited to see it because it's this is a remake. Yeah. And the original, the original All Quiet on the Western Front is a is a haunting movie, and okay. I've heard that this is a, this is all like a spectacular adaptation. So I do, cool. I am, excited. I am excited, but and at I the mean, same time, it's like one of the most nominated films this year, besides you know maybe Everything Ever All at Once and Banshees of Insurance. Yeah, well, yeah, like it's, what Banshees got like nine. Banshees got nine, yeah, like and that. I know Everything got uh, eleven. Eleven. Yep. Wow. Which is crazy. It's a lot of nominations. I hope that that they of, that they can pull it through. I feel like it kind of like like snuck in there too. All quiet on the Western Front. Yeah. I feel like I didn't hear anything about it, and it was like yeah. straight to Netflix. Which yeah. like I feel like now once like every year there is like a Netflix movie that like tr- like goes the distance. Like last yeah. year was Power of the Dog. This year's uh, looks like it's all, all quiet on the Western Front. Which I I like I said I am excited. My friends who have seen it have said that it's that it's fantastic. Um, How long is it? It's like two two and a half. Okay. I remember yeah, Joey. I, Joey less watched it, and he texted two me. Hours I was like, "28." See, two point five. Yeah. And so I, I, he texted me about it. And I was like, "How is it?" And he just says, "War is ass." <laughs> and I was like, "All right, cool." I, I guess. Right. And he's like, War "You need to ass. see it. You need to see it." Okay, cool. So I, I am excited. I am excited for that. But I mean, every good war film is an anti-war film, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and that's what's crazy. You have this movie. You have All Quiet on the Western Front, which is an anti-war movie. Up for Best Picture the same year as Top Gun Maverick, a movie that's just like war kicks so much ass. <laughs> right, it is fucking sick. All, Don't you want to fly? It has nine, nine nom- nominations. Okay, so that's what I thought. Tied. It is the second. Wow. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah, I definitely want to check it out. It's in the cinematography category, so yeah. it must look pretty pretty. But I don't know. It isn't Top Gun as well? And Top Gun, I, I understand, because of the lengths that they went for the shooting of Top Gun Maverick. Right. I, I feel like it would have been... We- I like wouldn't have been upset about it, but it would have been very weird I, to, I for it to not what, at least make saying. that. Yeah, Best film is confusing. It. I don't... So confusing. Again, like, it was one of the highest grossing movies of all time. It was one of the highest grossing movies this year, obviously. And it's just like, yeah, but at the same time, this movie was not like I haven't seen it because I didn't like the original Top Gun and I fucking hate Tom Cruise so I don't know yeah it's like I don't know there's not a lot of reasons after that to watch it yeah yeah, and I also don't think I don't want to fly planes I don't don't want to be high in the sky it is on the level of almost a propaganda once you get over like wow it's cool Tom Cruise is actually flying that plane yeah it's like basically kind of a boring movie yeah like you're not really flying no he is he really is like I think in a YouTube video, I heard an explanation where like they they built a cockpit. He's definitely in the plane, um, but someone's controlling it, and he just knows what the G force is going to do, and and he mapped out his movements. I don't know. I don't know about that. Which I, which been... I believe a little bit more, just because like what <clears throat> Miles Teller flies a plane, doesn't he in that movie? Uh, kind of, but not <laughs> as. So maybe those scenes they do it for, but there are definitely scenes I feel like he's in the air. Right. Yeah, I get that. And. That's yeah, true. I don't. I don't. I, I don't I think he's doing anything it, so I really crazy. Don't know. Right. That's but right. 
Maybe the crazy I, scenes is someone else. I it's possible. See yeah, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, if he flew it, awesome. Like, yeah. I mean, I it, it gives more credence like as to why it, it doesn't... Like, they didn't CGI a, or a jet fighter. <laughs> right, no, no, no. And, that I, and I appreciate that, that there's very little CGI yeah. in Top Gun Maverick. That much I, I was I able to get behind. Any, yeah. What I'm There's not, a, but, I, but I fucking hate, real. I fucking hate Top Gun and I fucking hate Tom Cruise. So yeah, I was like, it's still like not whatever. a great movie. And right. it's, it's kind of boring and dumb. Yeah. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm genuinely upset that there was not a single nomination for Nope or Pearl. Yeah. So like, man, Nope, uh, definitely. I mean, Pearl, I, I understand why, but it would have been really cool to see it up Pearl, there. I think she at least could have had a Best Actress nomination. Like, if right. nothing else, yeah. it could have been that. Because, I mean, it, it was a popular movie. Her monologue at the end is crazy. The whole smiling thing at the end of the movie is nuts. Like, she kills it in that movie. And just, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I get... I don't even really have anything against all of the Best Actress nominations. It is definitely down to Kate Blanchett and Michelle Yeoh, yeah, though. Like, Anybody yeah. who thinks otherwise is, is just lying to themselves Very at true. this point. I agree. I mean, personally, there's just not two performances that stand out more than those two that we yeah. just said like throughout the year, and, which and is like, really cool. Realistically, I mean, but, with their campaigns and the, with the award season we've kind of already seen, like right. it's going to be one of them. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure. I, don't, like, I, I don't protest, like... Yeah, there are people protesting like like Ana de Armas going up for Best Actress for Blonde. I think she like yeah, put that, her whole fucking soul on that movie. Blonde. Yeah, that say what you will about it. I haven't like, seen it. I, was gonna say, I don't think like, I've seen it. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it yet. It, it is a good movie. I really, I mean, and I think Ana de Armas was the the best part of that. movie. Oh yeah, she really. She made that kills movie that movie. Away. She becomes a completely different person in that movie. Yeah. It's it is a good good movie. Disagree with anybody that says otherwise. Yeah. But I don't know. I also would have loved to see more Batman love. I wasn't yeah. expecting much. I, I, like, think, I feel like people forgot about it. Yeah, yeah. like, like it was Batman so hype, and then it just was gone. Yeah. It was really good. I mean, I understand why they, they didn't give the performances to Robert Pattinson or Paul Dano. Um, but yeah. it's it like I don't know. It, it I oh my I feel God. like like someone brought up the Batman being snubbed for cinematography, and I was like, that is true. It was yeah. a very nice looking. But I wasn't like I wasn't like devastated by it not no. being cinematography. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, I mean, soundtrack. Yeah. What was it? Was it up there for for soundtrack? Because I, so. I forget what it got nominated for exactly. It was like three. It was like three. Not background awards, but it wasn't like the 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 big the ones. Big ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I was like, yeah. I would have I would have hoped for like something. Right. Something just a little bit closer because I thought that it was it was a really well put together movie that didn't feel like a superhero movie really at the end of the day it's a good yeah. good crime thriller good. starring Batman yeah and I I can't tell you how many times I come home and I'm like I just want to watch the opening of the Batman yeah because like, that intro is sick where he just walks out like in the in the in the sound plays like in the rain yeah and then he just yeah. like kind of looks at him and then he does, he does that that really cool just one take almost uh, just knocking them all out so cool I'm vengeance yeah so cool great movie great movie so cool yeah. i'm also pissed though because every year we watch the oscars and every year we have to watch all the movies which means now i have to watch avatar and top gun and <laughs> fucking wakanda forever oh dude i already saw wakanda forever good luck <laughs> i've seen yeah. all three of them yeah good luck i do understand why i do understand year. why it got nominated for like best costume design i mean it, yeah. it's sure it's a i mean the costume best are picture great, though but or but no it doesn't it's not up for best picture no, it's, it's uh not. angela bassett's up for best actress 
Which I, I'm like, sure. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just, I admit. That surprised me. I don't like it. When the, when there were so many good... Well, she's about for Best Supporting Actress. Yeah. Still. It just... It, there were so many shining moments from last year with Supporting Actresses. That, yeah. Like, they finally yeah. gave Stephanie... It's By the way, we've been saying her name wrong. It's not It's not Stephanie Sue. It's it's like Stephanie Shue. Oh, there you go. Shue. Oh. So we're, we're, not, we're not racist here. But we <laughs> have a mispronouncing Shue. that. She got nominated... But so did Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm like, I you have got to realize it. where you are fucking up here. And it's bizarre because I'm learning that, like, this is a hot take to some people. Where they're yeah. like, why would she be nominated? I'm like, she's the literal like, anti... She's what? the literal supporting... It, that would be like if when No Country for <laughs> Old Men was was doing its Oscar run, instead of um, nominating Javier Bodum, you, you fucking nominated Woody Harrelson. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Well, he's in it. He's in it, and he gives his heart and soul in it. How dare you? He deserves it. He deserves dick, especially after the movie I watched this week. We'll get into that in a minute. Dude, oh, man. But, yeah. I can't wait. (laughs) She, I don't, I like Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis is great, but she's not, she's a little hot dog finger bit in the fucking movie. She's a a bit. Exactly. She's comedic. She kind of pushes the narrative forward in some scenes. Which is so sad. Yeah. Like, so sad. Like, like I'm like glad that, she that got one. Sense. There's other things she probably deserved him for. Yeah. Like, or at least Freaky nominations, Friday. maybe. Freaky like, Friday. Freaky those Friday. Activia commercials. Where the fuck was yeah. that? Come on, Come man. On. <laughs> Best Supporting Actress Activia commercial, Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> 2008. Yeah, she deserved it more. Honestly. Not wrong in any way, shape, or form. Just like J.K. Simmons... Best lead supporting actress and for the Yellow M and M. He should be. He should be nominated. Where is his Academy Award and, for the Yellow M and M? The M&M. had two supporting actors: uh, the uh, Barry, Barry and yeah. then um, Brendan Gleeson. Yeah, I I didn't get that, especially when you have like people from like Nope. Yeah, that could have gotten it. That I think did a, a better job for yeah. sure. I don't even again. I, again, I love Banshees. I feel like like Brendan Gleeson is like. Not a supporting actor. I feel like it's like a co-protagonist yeah. movie. Like he should have been nominated for like best, best actor. actor. Yeah, yeah, he's not if a he he's not a side him. character. No. Barry, I can I can sort of get because I definitely think that he's a driving force throughout I just felt the movie. Like he was in he was in such a small role in that movie. But as I feel well. like he was his small roles had volumes. Yeah. Whereas like Jamie Lee Curtis in Everything Ever All at Once, I get she definitely drives the narrative forward a couple times, but for the most part, she's just she's the bit character. They're kind of like, haha, it's Jamie Lee Curtis, and she looks like shit. This is great. I love this. And yeah. it's, it's whatever. Seventy gives her entire heart and soul into that performance. She's yes. spectacular. Yeah. And, like, the fact that, like, because I, I watched it that morning. I was in bed streaming it on Disney+. Plus. I don't Weird. know what the hell happened there. And... It was also on Good Morning America. Yeah, it was literally a stream of Good Morning America on Disney+. Plus. Oh, wow. oh I think I think it's because um, Disney owns... Fox ABC puts on? ABC. ABC yeah I, I was like who puts on the Oscars it was just it was weird um but yeah and and <laughs> what was it damn it what was I saying you threw me off I'm so sorry <laughs> I watched on Disney Plus yeah so I'm watching it on Disney Plus and yeah they announced Jamie Lee Curtis first and, and I was like, oh, I, no. I, I like yelled I was like are you fucking kidding me and then they announced Stephanie after that and I was like okay thank god but if they give it to Jamie Lee Curtis yeah that's I'm gonna be I'm swinging I, I think maybe uh Hong Chow, yo, yeah, from the whale might get it. She could, she could clench that. I, I, yeah, I loved her. I'm really she more scared great. that uh, Angela Bassett is gonna get it from. Black I Panther. will be miserable. I think but they did that I last year with the with West Side Story. They gave it to the oh, the, yes, the sister from West Side did. Story. I'm like, you know, that this is a bad movie that like, everybody hated, right? We know we're gonna be upset this when the Oscars. Of course, 
They it never get it right. Year. It yeah. happens every year. And but it's like it's because their nominations are never like on par with our nominations. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a like they need to tighten up, but it's like I seriously don't know what their choosing method is. What their is. method is. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what the method of the madness is. It's like they're just like, here's our nominations. I'm like, okay, I know that a group of people meet and they and they vote. But what like what are they? There's like ten thousand, tens of thousands of people in the, in the academy. Yeah. yeah, that are that are all voting on this. I think it's political. I think that it's like, like kind of like a right? thing where it's like, like, hey, I'll vote something. for your movie, but you need to do this for me later oh. or some shit. Like, yeah, produce this movie or like, I'll vote for this if you do this. Yeah, or whatever. It's like we'll yeah, give it. Might- We'll give you Coda, but you can never make another movie ever again. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. I mean, I I don't know. It's got to be something there. Like, it's just every year, like the 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 people who are going to the movies, filling the seats. Yeah, I just feel like it never matches. It seems off with some of their selections. Like, how did you? Do you really think this is the best picture? Yeah. Do you really think this is the best actor? And some of it just feels like almost like pity nominations. Oh yeah. And I'm like, why is that even there? Why did you even put that up there? Right, what, don't like, like, don't do you give the nomination space? to somebody because you don't you can't figure it out. Like figure so, it out. Yeah. Well, I don't mean, do the pity nomination. Like for example, Empire of Light. Like I didn't. They're see giving that. that they're giving but it, why is that up there? Because Roger Deakin is the cinematographer. But, I'm sorry, but like oh, and it's up. Is it up for cinematography? Yeah, that, that's what it's up that, for. Okay. But I'm like, but it could oh, be man. political. That makes it seem more political because yeah. that movie does not look like it's good because of its cin- cinematography. My friend, my friend of mine saw it, said it was pretty underwhelming. Yeah, that's what I've heard from everybody who's seen it. Me I'm and Matt like, were gonna go see it at a theater, and we like, we were so set, and then like last minute, we we're like, do we really want to see this movie? And we we're like, no, I'd rather just go home. <laughs> it's because i thought it was about one thing yeah, yeah. i thought it was about what the fablemans is about i thought about i thought it was about what babylon's about just just appreciation of movies in general that's what i thought and i was like is that's it not cool. about that i watched the trailer and, and like, it was why? definitely not about that like dude it was recut so differently and then and i was like all right i'm gonna start reading synopsis and stuff yeah. of this movie because i don't want to walk into this blind and I read it not about that. So I was like, I don't want to watch Sam Mendes like make a, a movie about a romance. Like, and I'm sorry, I just, I just don't. See, that makes watch me kind of want to see it more because I I'm I'm on the I'm on the opposite side here where I'm like, please stop making movies about old Hollywood. We get it. See, it was a better I, time, but I'm over it. Make really? something else. That's just me. Just oh. going back to Babylon. That's another reason why I'm like iffy about seeing Babylon. See, Babylon, Babylon, Babylon's a little bit different. It's weird. It's like. weird. It's not as mainstream as you. Yeah. Well, I mean, my thing is... You're like, also the I only two people I've talked to now that have said good things about Babylon. My I will thing is say. This. My thing is this. Is that, is that if you, if, if you go into it in a good and, you're, and you're expecting a movie to not like reflect on Hollywood, then, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be let down. Just, just, yeah, yeah. Just, just because... <laughs> Um, Babylon is definitely about that, but I think how it does it is very messy and it's, and I mean that substance wise, like it's a very crude and crass movie. Okay. Um, but it's My not, favorite. it's not the most perfect thing I saw in the movies and it's like, it's kind of fresh to see something imperfect embrace its imperfections because that's that's what movies is it's like it's it, it's almost like at the end of it, it was almost like, damn, that really did feel like I just watched all the best movies like it felt like that it did it, it's not the best made thing ever but it's like it, it gives you that feeling at least that's yeah. that's why i liked it yeah especially with that that once again 
that final shot where like it just recaps all the movies. I wouldn't necessarily spoil that, but well, yeah. it's interesting. It's interesting. Matt loves to spoil things. I do. Yeah. I it's it's hard. It's I'm gonna spoil some things for you in a minute. But oh, oh, I'm so stoked. But we're like we're like 20 minutes into this, so we may as well just <laughs> yeah. jump right on in. Welcome to the Shot and the Chaser, a podcast where we review movies that I thought were both going to be about people going to jail. I was wrong. Yes, <laughs> I was wrong in both instances. This week, uh, we had uh, Denny. Uh, Vel- is it Villanet? Villanueve? Villanueve? Vi- Villanueve? We literally watched a Villanueve. So did I. Video. <laughs> Denny Villanueve. Villanueve. Yeah, Villanueve or something like Denny, that. I watched that this morning Villanueve. too. I completely yeah. forgot. I watched it because it's not how it looks. It's no. not Dennis Villanueva. No, oh which is definitely goodness. what I thought it was. Nope. I, I feel like in English. America, that is like how you would spell Dennis yeah. Villanueva. Yeah, but it's definitely that's what not I, how when I first saw Dude, I was like, I saw it. that new Dennis Villanueva movie, only to find out that's not even kind yeah. of his name. Um, but yeah, so we watched that as the. Would you say that's the shot? The shot for sure. Okay, for sure. I, yeah, I would. I would definitely put that up there oh, as, as a sure. shot. And then, to, and then to chase it down, we watched Ernest Goes to Jail. Yes, a the movie that classic. I realized halfway through. I had never seen all the way through. <laughs> Dude, never. Never once. Yeah, First time watching it. it. Yeah. I'm Nick. Uh, I'm Matt. And I'm Joey. Hell yeah. What'd you guys watch this week? Oh, this week I just want to jump right into mine. I I was able to watch Malignant. Um, my Ooh. my uh, 4K copy came in the mail. Did you watch um, the special features? Forgot to do the uh, unboxing on on the on the pod, but um, I, I haven't couldn't wait. haven't gotten a chance to watch the special feature singular. Yeah, there's there's one. there's one feature, and it's on the Blu-ray disc. It's not on the 4K disc. That's so weird. Um, yeah, there there was nothing made for this movie, but um. Definitely not a perfect movie, but I I, I still enjoy <laughs> it a four this so out of five much. on four Instagram because it, it's That's just big. so goofy. It's so fun. I mean, if I was being conservative, I'd probably give it like a three and a half for sure. Solid three and a half on a good day, I'd give it a four. Like yeah. it's it's definitely a sloppy. Um, it it's surprisingly spooky though. It does lose you know the spookiness. <laughs> Probably like halfway through because you start. When it you turns know, into an action movie. Once the body falls through the ceiling, it's pretty much like just a, an action movie from there on out. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah. But I like uh, I like how it just crosses all those different genres and it's it just doesn't take itself too seriously. I get that. I love it. Like personally, like and I, I wrote in my letterbox review like Gabriel is now cemented in my mind as. Um, one of the big baddies, one of the one of, one of the big slasher villains. I I, I love him. Came for the Blumhouse oh, multiverse of madness. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Oh my god, oh, when man. that happens, that's Gabriel be stems. Crazy, Ooh. crazy. So I I got to finally watch. It's always been on my watch list for years, but finally Matt just was like, "We're watching this tonight." We watched a, uh, American Psycho. I'd never. You seen finally it. saw American Psycho. I finally saw. Damn, American I'm bummed. I was Psycho. not there for that. No invite, SMH. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was like more like it was like ride home from work. We're like we gotta. We were trying to think of what to watch. He was like, "I want to." show you American Psycho because I I think I'd recently told him that I've never seen it yeah I'd only seen it once so I was and like I'm down to rewatch it that is a crazy movie I here, here's what I'll say about that movie I am sad that I'm seeing it this late into Christian Bale's career because this has now changed the way I view Christian Bale right. and wish Completely. I could have seen him you know play Batman after doing this movie. Oh my God. Like I, yeah, that I didn't know this insane. version of Christian Bale existed. I, I watched this movie because of the dark Knight, which Sam. is, which is so funny Sam. to think so, about. Cause I, I was so Psycho. 
Yeah, it was, was like so fifteen. Diff- so I mean, yeah, I, I I was about like sixteen, I think seventeen, yeah. I think when I I think I was sixteen, but yeah, it was. Uh, I I didn't really get it the first time yeah. through. The second time through, it's it's such a delight, man. I mean, like I gave it a four and a half. It's so good. It's right there on the cusp of like a five. It's mm. so self aware in a way that um, yeah, really really paved the way for for movies now. It's like- but- like what did I just see, bro? It it is still jarring. It's yeah, still of course, su- it's a su- crazy su- movie. Such a fun watch. I, I um YouTube's just been recommending me scenes from it, so I've just been wa- like re rewatching <laughs> well, scenes you watch, on my phone. Yeah, yeah, literally, it's so funny. Yeah, literally, like I I've already rewatched the scene where like he's like in the apartment. And the lady's like, "Are you my eight o'clock appointment?" And he's just like. Is Paul Allen here? <laughs> and then she's like. What? <laughs> when I it's first so when I first tried to use TikTok, I got stuck on Patrick Bateman TikTok, which is like a place that's so fucking funny, but made me feel really weird. That I was like, I don't know how I got here. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't know how to necessarily get, get out, out of here. Yeah, because it's like, what what else does it recommend you? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. What is it? What does my TikTok algorithm think of me? That it's like this guy probably loves Patrick Bateman. <laughs> this guy loves American <laughs> Psycho. He must be an American Psycho. He well, must be an American Psycho. I had the Uh-oh. misfortune. Start, so I'm now, as soon as the Oscar nominations went out, I was like, I have to start watching the movies that I missed. You have to. And one of the movies that we all missed together yeah. was Triangle of Sadness. So it's finally, I wanted to see it, but never got around to it. Yeah. So it's finally on Amazon now to rent for six ninety nine yeah. instead of 20 bucks. Thank God. And honestly, what a waste of my fucking time. <laughs> I have Holy a myriad shit. of complaints about this bullshit movie. No way, it was that bad. I gave it a two and, and a half out of five. For like, for, nominated for a lot of things. First a of all, lot. it is a two and a half hour movie about it from a rich director telling me that capitalism is bad. Fucking cringe. Yeah, like I stop. hate. I'm also like I'm just over this trend. Also, yeah, I'm just like look at this this multi million dollar movie to tell you that being rich is bad, and it's like, dude. What the fuck? You have to see the hypocrisy in this. Yeah, literally, there's so many. And so. There, there's that. I want you guys to tell me how much of this movie do you think Woody Harrelson is in? Oh my god, probably like yeah. Well, based I've, on based on your reaction, I'm gonna guess five minutes. Pretty close. Really? Gonna, uh, really? I thought he was the main character. Yeah, he's yeah the, I know. He's in, in the, the center. Of, he's also the center of the poster of yeah. the movie. Um, he is in it for about ten minutes. Wow. And it, five is of those minutes, captain? you don't even see his face. He's talking behind a door. That's so weird. Okay. Awful. Um, I have no idea how this made Criterion. Yeah, what? Um, I, right, what the... There's also, like, no character that you that you want to see succeed in this movie. Uh, like, and I'm not just saying that, like, all rich people are bad. Even, like, the poor people in this movie are yeah. fucking stupid and, and they're, awful. They're, like, annoying and miserable and... Like, this movie is desperately trying to give me a root for, for one specific person, and she's just not worth it. Right. Abigail, who's the janitor in the, uh, on the ship. Yeah. And, like, film Twitter's like, why wasn't she nominated for Best Supporting Actress? And it's like, one, she gave a pretty, like, eh performance. Two, her character sucks. And three, this movie's fucking terrible. Yeah, come but, on, man. Three great reasons to not nominate yeah. someone that the Oscars don't abide to. Here's essentially what happens. This movie's broken up into three parts. Part one is introducing you to a couple that's going to go on the yacht. Yep. And it's 30 minutes of them arguing about the most bullshit thing you've, like, things you've ever heard. It's like, I don't care about any of these arguments. Like, it's just them arguing about, like, money. Right. And about, like, what does it mean to be in love as a rich person? And I was just like, oh, the fuck, the fuck? And then it goes, it literally goes, part two, the yacht. They're on that boat for maybe, like, 40 minutes of that movie. 
What? Yeah. I thought Jesus. that was the entire movie. You would think. 30, the first 30 minutes, they're not on a boat. Then they're on a boat. And then the rest of the movie, um, they get stranded on an island, which is never really explained. They There's a scene where they get attacked by pirates. And you see like a grenade go off on the ship. And the screen cuts to black. And when it comes back, they're stranded on an island. What like There's a huge time gap that's like, what's going on why, here? Why would you not... Show us that. I, I Why don't would know. you not show us I that? I, be, I guess because that's not the message of the movie. I'd, I'd... When they get stranded on the island, the, the janitor Abigail is essentially like, hey, I'm like, none of these people know how to like stay alive, so I'm going to keep everybody alive here, but I'm going, I'm going to treat them the way they treated me. And it's like, dude, this is like not the time to make a political statement. Like, yeah, this is a life or death like, situation. You need they to might not, die. They might die, and it will it will be your fault. <laughs> like that's one thing that like so funny. That's one thing that I that I appreciated about. <laughs> this is gonna be so off the do wall. It, do it. Old. <laughs> like, I don't like, want to like, go to the beach that M- makes you old. M Night Shyamalan's old because like all the people on the beach, I felt reacted in a way that was like semi natural. I mean, th- like like the people on the beach, not natural at all. But it's like, oh my goodness, it it's just if it. I, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, and hopefully then, it's it's semi decent. I mean, you gave it what a two and a half. Oh, I'm so not even like, done yet. I'm oh not even. God. Hold on, pal. Hold your horses. So she's she acts like this, and they're stuck on this island for like clearly weeks. They are stuck there, and only in the last ten minutes of the movie do they go. We should explore the island, and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Do you want me to spoil what's, what happens at the end of the movie, Matthew? What do they do? They find out that they're on a resort. They're on the back of a fucking resort. No. Yeah. 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 That is like that old ending where you find out they're like all like lab rats. Yeah. It's literally that same fucking bullshit. Oh my and like, God. It's like on par with like it was all a dream. Yeah. And the thing is they have like they're it's Abigail and the the, the girl that, that died in real life. The two of them go off and explore alone. And Abigail, the janitor woman, has been molesting this girl's boyfriend the entire time they're on the island. Like, she has, like, a whistle that, like, when she blows it, he has to go and, like, fuck her or give her a hand job or some bullshit. And so, again, like, they're, like, root for her, and it's like, this woman sucks. Like, this is awful. I don't care, like, what political statement she's making. Fuck her. Yeah. So she takes her, Abigail takes the girl, and they find out it's a resort. And one of the last shots of the movie is Abigail holding a big fucking rock, and she's about to cave in this woman's skull. And then it cuts back to that girl's boyfriend just running through the woods, and and then credits roll. It it literally is so abrupt for no fucking reason. Yeah, I'm I'm like my my mouth is to the floor. Like I'm 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 just curious. I'm very. This is nominated for best picture. This is nominated for best picture, and like Hmm. from. (laughs) <laughs> Jesus. This movie's also like unnecessarily gross. Ugh. Like everybody gets my least favorite type of movie. It didn't make sense either because like they're like getting seasick, but everybody's having like violent diarrhea, and I'm like, but Ooh. I've been like mo- I've been motion sick. I've never once gotten Fuck. diarrhea from it. Also, like they hit like a, a they hit a storm, which causes like oh. all the plumbing in the yacht to explode, and I'm like, this wouldn't happen. And the movie tries to explain it away. Because there's a, a bit in the movie where, like, for an hour, all the crew gets to hang out. Like, the rich people are like, hey, you should come hang out with us for a little while. Yeah. Like, well, let's all go swimming or something. And so they all go swimming, and the movie kind of points to the fact, like, because these rich people did something that they thought was nice, the whole thing fell apart. And it's, like, literally not even kind of a thing that would have happened. What the hell? It didn't make any sense. So 
everybody gets food poisoning, everybody gets seasick, the fucking plumbing explodes, and then pirates blow up the ship, and then they're, they're stranded. There's also a scene where they kill a donkey, and it's, like, five minutes long. Like, why? And it's just a donkey shrieking, and I'm like, this... And it's, it's like, p- kind of played off, like, isn't this funny? And I'm like, this is not funny. This is fucking terrible. Jesus, no, dude. no acting performance is groundbreaking. In a movie about eating the rich, no fucking rich person gets eaten. And... Woody Harrelson is so unenjoyable in this movie. God. He plays like the the drunk sea captain who literally his whole shtick is that he's upset that he wasn't a good enough socialist. Oh. Yeah. It's so fucking terrible. I, even now thinking about it, I'm like about to dock it down to a one and a half. It's like such a worthless movie that I like. Mm. I wish I could get my six ninety nine back from, from Amazon. Fuck this movie. Fuck yeah, Ruben Oslin, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you pronounce mm-hmm. his last name. This is fucking terrible. This does not deserve a single award. This is dog shit. We get it. Rich people suck. No one's contesting that. Just mm-hmm. stop making movies about it. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you, man. I'm tired of it. Like, Tar kind of gave me the same vibe, like, unfortunately. But, like, I mean, Tar, like, I gives, I like, I like, I like, I like, I like, I like, I do not agree. Yeah, that's I feel like that go on record and say, I don't think that that's the point of Tar at all. Yeah. There was no eat the rich of the tar, of Tar. It was, it was, it was, <laughs> what? <laughs> don't. You know, don't bless people <laughs> no yeah. i mean yeah for sure for sure i mean like 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 the undertones of tar like it, it's not it's not one of those sure the, it's okay. not the main plot and maybe that's that what i think maybe makes tar better it's uh, it's not in your face like triangle of sadness I get, yeah right triangle of right, sadness exactly. is so grotesquely in your, your face right yeah. with so many remember when we watched christmas cottage and we were like all these sets are so empty that's that yeah. whole movie Really? Every like the yacht will Every like randomly. Time. I don't like, know what its budget was. I like it was. I don't know off offhand, honestly. I bet you that's something we could find out. Just Probably. like Venom, dude. Venom's Venom sets yeah. were like completely vacant. There was yes. no one in there. It'd just be like Tom Hardy in a building. And I mean, I know it's at night and it's in a lab, but like, I don't know. Even in the city, Man, there's yeah, like no one there. Two and a half hours. I had to sit through this. It would not fucking end. Oh man. Yeah, you got it. Got to put at least some some extras in there, dude. Does it doesn't look right? Or just don't make a there. movie if you're gonna make a bad one, dude. Like, uh, right. Ten million euros, which is ten million euros. Yeah, which is like close to ten million. It's, yeah, it's like I think it's a little little more. Yeah. That's crazy. that sucks. That sucks. That movie was not worth it. Worldwide gross though is twenty two million dollars, which is crazy. That and it's probably like, going to make even more now that's nominated for a Best Picture. That seems so low, though. I honestly yeah. thought it did better than that. Like, that's good, because that movie is fucking awful. Fuck this movie. I am, mm-hmm. I'm honestly, I think I am going to bump it down. <laughs> what are you going to bump it down to? I think I'm bumping it down to a one and a half. Damn. This movie's so fucking stupid. I'm, like, so upset still that I had to, like, sit through it. And that it's nominated for so many goddamn awards. Yeah, I'm worried about all the other nominations, but we're going to have to make it through all of them, man. I mean to to at least be on on the same page, and yeah. Like, to be able to follow the awards, but that's like part of the fun of the Oscars is you get to watch stuff and you know you, you get to approach it critically and. Luckily, there aren't. I I don't feel like there's that many that I should be overwhelmed by it yet. Yeah. Now I feel like I'm going to be overwhelmed because none of these fucking movies are available to watch, but. <laughs> But right now, we have time. We've got like 60 days to catch all these movies. We have time on our side, at least for right now. But let's talk about movies that, movies plural, that didn't suck ass. Yes. Let's talk about Prisoners. 
So Prisoners is directed by Denny Villanueva. Oh, excuse me. We just went over that too. Denny Villeneuve, and it came out in 2013. Um, the tagline goes, Every Moment Matters. And then the summary follows. When Keller Dover's daughter and her friend go missing, he takes matters into his own hands as the police pursue multiple leads and the pressure mounts. But just how far will this desperate father go to protect his family? Let's go. Oh my goodness, the Ayeps, our, our shot this week. What, a, um, what an amazing shot. Yeah. yeah, this was your first time. This is Joey's second, right? The first Not, time you caught it was at a barber shop. No, was that, that right? wasn't the first time. That was okay. like the third time. I oh, nice. It. Okay, cool. I cool. think I saw this movie in theaters. Really? And I, I thought it was like, I was like, this was actually a pretty good movie. But I, I remember thinking it was just like a good crime movie. Yeah. Right. I, I didn't quite understand a lot of what the movie said, but... What? <laughs> I get that, yeah, like at the time. At the yeah, time. I watched this in high school for the first time, and it was just funny because the teacher was supposed to be teaching a um, like forensics. And um, it was it was like an introduction class to forensics. And I'm telling you, we worked maybe like a quarter of that semester, and then the rest of the this uh, the 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 year, yeah, we just watched movies. That's and sick. And like. This, yeah, was, this was this was this, this is one of the movies that he showed. It's a weird movie. I kind of get it, but it's Crazy. a weird I mean, choice. Like I watched it and I was like, "Wow, that was incredible." Yeah, that was just it. Just definitely life changing. Uh, great movie. When did you like? And and then this this was your first time. I right? watched it literally for the first time last night. Insane. And, and it was yeah. like you are not. You guys are not the first people to recommend this to me. My old roommate used to recommend it a lot. Everybody who like loves Denny Villeneuve like, has been like, you have to see this movie. It's perfect. And yep. I put it down on my list for a little while. And like I've seen most of his other movies. I think the only one I haven't seen now is Arrival. Um, you haven't seen. I that. haven't seen Arrival, but like Sicario, Blade Runner, Dune. Do you like Sicario? I've never I seen Sicario. Love Sicario. And I've seen Arrival. I haven't seen Arrival in years. And I, I remember thinking it was, like, okay, but that's when I had worse movie... Worse movie taste. Taste, yeah. We should, we should do it for the pod, because I feel like it's the only way I'm going to convince myself to watch it at this point. But, I mean, like, I, everything else I, I've enjoyed, I just, except for Enemy. Enemy, I was pretty, like, See, I've never about. seen Enemy, either. It I, was... It was fine, I, I guess. I, I feel like I'm going to be, like... I have those, like, rose-colored glasses to this movie, to Enemy because of how much I love Denny. Yeah. Now, like, I feel like he can do no wrong. I don't know but, why I like that movie. Enemy, no, I know that yeah. I'm on the wrong side of history. It's not. It's enemy. not. It's not the best thing I've ever seen. But it's not. I mean, I don't know personally. I like. I I had a good time. And it's like but one also, of his if earlier you, ones too. Yeah. If you don't like Jake Gyllenhaal, though, you're not gonna like that movie. Like and like, I'm not. pretty bothered. About, Jake Gyllenhaal is a make or break. He either like yeah. brings that movie to life or like brings it down so hard. Like Dude, Prisoners, he, he brought he another brings, dimension. Yeah. He brings movie. it. Same with Hugh Hugh Jackman yeah. though. Another Hugh Jackman like shot. gives a life yes. like a life altering performance in Prisoners. Right. I already like Hugh Jackman. Yeah. I've I yeah, rarely see part, Hugh Jackman in movies, and I'm like, oh, I didn't like that. Right. I think you're also a big fan of the greatest showman shut the fuck up it's a great movie just because <laughs> you don't like good movies like that like when i think of hugh jackman i think of the greatest showman and i'm like oh he's already like yeah. hugh jackman I, I don't know honestly like i my need mind, to think of prisoners my mind normally jumps to yeah the greatest showman and like the original x-men movies those were good i've yeah. never seen them either those were good back then i know sure. he, he he revealed to me that he hadn't seen a single x-men movie and i was like that's crazy because i was yeah. like days of future past i think is 
pretty worth it. I mean, like, it's fun. Yeah. It's I like the fun first movie. three X-Men movies a lot. And then they did the Wolverine movie, and I was like, this is fucking terrible. The Wolverine was But strange. then, like, they went later on, they would go into Logan, and Logan was, like, a surprisingly yeah. good Logan movie. Logan was fun, yeah. I keep hearing, like, every time I've talked to so many people about Prisoners and how much I like Hugh Jackman, every time I talk to them, they're always like, you need to watch Logan. You do it's need to watch Logan. Hugh Jackman role that's great. It's yeah. great, and they have a, there's the in-color version, and there's a black and white version, both versions spectacular. Tell me that. Yeah. I, I don't know if first watch what do you think uh, black and white would be cool as a first watch? I think you should do color first. first it gives you kind of like that way you like know what's going on, and yeah. then you watch it in black and white, and you're like, oh, oh. my god, <laughs> this has another level of like breathtakingness to the whole thing. But I definitely agree. I do. I I was not prepared for this movie because I didn't know anything about. It. I literally thought it was a movie about about huge jacked man and Jake Gyllenhaal torturing Paul Dano in prison. And in I was prison, like, perfect yeah. movie. Right. I would love Which to see it someone. it kind of is about that, but only half. Only half. Yeah. yeah it's only it's only Hugh Jackman torturing Paul yeah, Dano. Yeah, like, and yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal is not a part of that. No. Cool. No, But not, Jake Gyllenhaal is, is still like, yeah. I don't know. He's so fucking cool. This is going to sound so like, he's so cool in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought with, that the whole the time. I was like, yes. Yeah. And, like, he the, looks the, dope. the weird eye twitch he would do. Yo, that eye twitch was sick. Like that yeah. created such a humanity <laughs> to the character. Yeah. Just, like yes. He's on the brink, man. I love he is one on of my favorite brink. arks in any like movie, especially crime thrillers is a father on the brink. And so Hugh Jackman, <laughs> Dude, Hugh like Jackman's brings that there. the entire movie. There's yeah, never a minute where that man knows peace. No, no, I, oh I mean, god. did you like? Oh my god, did that did that scene stand out to you? Whenever, whenever Hugh Jackman and uh, and uh, Jake Gyllenhaal like are uh, talking to each other in like in the car, dude. That that scene is always like the best to me. Really, because I love it just because you know Jake Jake Gyllenhaal pulls up, Detective Loki pulls up to the to the light, and he's just waiting there, like, and it's raining, and then he sees uh, Hugh Jackman walking across the uh, parking lot. And he's just looking at him, and all of a sudden, like, like the the the, uh, the dump truck, the dump truck pulls up behind him. Is like, er, 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 and he's like, go around, and then and then Hugh Jackman just goes inside, buys a bottle, comes over to his car, and that dialogue that they have there <laughs> yeah. is so so good, intense, because he's just like. He's like, what are you doing here? And he's just like, what do you, what the fuck do you think I'm doing here? Like, I'm getting drunk every day. Like, <laughs> like he's like, well, like, what, he spins like, it what you been so well, bro. Yeah. Like Hugh Jackman's character is like, and I was trying to think through that. I was like, how is he so good at just creating stuff on the fly? Yeah, it's insane. And oh my god, dude, that guy, like, this, the 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 even the aside characters I thought were great. I mean, obviously Paul Dano's mother was yeah. very intimidating. Yeah. Like, in, in a very unexpected way. Whenever she draws that gun. Yeah. Like later dude, in the movie. I remember seeing like, oh, dude, I remember seeing that for the first time and I was like, no fucking way. That was dude. such a good, did like, you, did you like expect that at all? Were you I, like, all right, he's about to walk into a trap or were you like, I have no idea. So in all honesty, here's how I, th once like shit started getting pieced together, I thought that it was going to end end with Hugh Jackman torturing the ant. I thought that he was going to like like get her next. Yeah. And so when he when she pulls the gun on him, I was like, "Holy shit, no way." I will say I did guess that the father that walked out 5 years ago was the guy in the yeah in the, in the pastor's basement. In the nice, basement. dude. Yeah, see, I didn't get that till like the second or third watch, but then whenever I got that, I was like, Whoa! Like seemed, everything about this story is is connected right here in this little town. Yeah, like everything which was so cool. Yeah. yeah, it was so even so like to have like the conspiratorial guy that's in the middle of it all. Yeah, like, just, like throwing, the copycat like, oh, killer. Yeah, this guy. Yeah, and yeah, dude. Oh my god, the yeah, genius. The, the, the freaking copycat killer was 
crazy. Oh my like, god. The movie is like tricking you. Like it's trying to make you believe that it is Paul Dano and it yeah. is this guy. It's definitely not the aunt. I saw you. It's you're these convinced. two guys that are like working together and you're like, I bet this guy's taking advantage of Paul Dano who's clearly like got something going something on with going him. On. Yeah. And it's not. Like no. Paul Dano is literally just a is a victim from the start. He's yeah. already a kidnapped kid that doesn't talk because of whatever the fuck they did to him. Yeah, well LSD and ketamine apparently is is the mixture that they that that they that they give the kids. Yeah, that's it's like being stuck in climax oh, in the lighthouse at the same time. Like, <laughs> but it, it almost makes sense as to why she's talking about it like she's providing freedom. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like maybe she doesn't see it as like, oh, I'm killing these kids. Cause like she even gives the daughter heroin at the end. She didn't even like shoot her. So it's like yeah. I don't know, in her mind she might be convinced that she's doing some sort of work yeah. for God. And it's like well, I, she, I think that uh, that 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 the movie is really trying to pit Hugh Jackman up against like someone who does approach God, but in a completely opposite yeah, way. Yeah, yes, because you start the movie starts off with the the Lord's prayer, the Lord's prayer, yeah. and then I I like I mean literally every single part of that movie I mean just dovetails into each other. I mean even where like I just love the juxtaposition of Loki and Hugh Jackman, and like you brought up you know Father on the Brink. Detective Loki is like a detective on the brink. Like yeah. he's doing shit that you should not be doing as as a detective. But it's like if he wasn't doing that, he wouldn't have been there. Right. When he needed to be there, which is insane to like watch the movie and you're like, oh no, because like jo- Joey and I were watching, it and he was like, no permit, no problem. Every every time he like he like broke into a place, yeah. I was like I was like yeah, hands down, but that's he, not he code. Almost but played a cop that would do that, that would bend that's the laws the thing, like that. Like, man, like there are cops like Jake Gyllenhaal that do exist. He like it felt very genuine to make it work. Yeah, like he maybe even done some character study. But that's what Hugh Jackman was doing too. Is like obviously yeah. you shouldn't be doing this, but he's here hearing things because Paul Dano is like not in control I think of what he's saying sometimes and he's like they they only cried when I left them like that wasn't planned but to Hugh Jackman he's like he wanted me to hear it he wanted me to it's like not necessarily you were gonna hit him and that was probably him trying to I don't know like kind of like in a parrot way he's just he's just saying what he heard like imagine like like what like a 10 year old would act like yeah yeah grabbed him like insane that. like what's gonna come out we don't know like we yeah. don't know and that's that dude that's just the different perspectives that go on i love how like hugh jackman's perspective is is put up against loki's perspective yeah you have the but this guy so who's like cool. not necessarily by the book he tries to go by the book but he he's tries. like he's like desperate times and hugh jackman is like he's a doomsday prepper dude. who's like is like finally like pushed into this like push just a little too far mm. like when his wife looks at him he's like you said you'd protect exactly, us and it's like dude. man that's was, so fucked dude, you can't I was put gonna that ask that yeah i was gonna ask what is his breaking point i really do think it was that moment when his yeah. wife said you were gonna protect us and then he's like damn straight i'm gonna take it in my own hands and, and what like, I think- i'm gonna protect my family i'm gonna figure out where my daughter's at and that's where it gets it gets bad and it gets gray like, yeah very fast but it leads to my favorite part of the whole movie oh which is where he pulls up to Paul Dano, also Alex Jones, which I laughed every fucking time <laughs> that they were like, "Where's Alex Jones?" I was like, "Where indeed?" <laughs> like, um, Somewhere in the Pentagon. He pulls up to this fucking house to try and like stalk this guy. He's in a truck that says his full name and yeah. address right under it. It does. It really does. It says his name. It's his and work his ad- truck. Yeah. It's like 
who the who could have possibly taken him? Yeah. <laughs> who could have possibly kidnapped who Alex Jones? Definitely not the guy with his own goddamn name on the side of the truck. Right. And D- Dana looks at him multiple times, so it's like, you know, come on, man. And again, I think Paul Dano has a punchable face. So this movie was like an eleven for me, bro. He got hit <laughs> so the, hard. The punch. That that makeup effect on his face whenever his his eyes are sealed shut yeah. was whoa. Like whenever that reveal happens, yeah. you're just like, oh my god. And also whenever Hugh Jackman says like we can't we can't we can't hurt him anymore, we're gonna kill him. So this this is the only way. We're and they, they box him in the fucking room and it's like oh. we'll either hit him with scalding hot or ice cold water. Yeah, he's like he's like I broke the water heater or whatever. Like you know the like I, yeah. I, I, I like rigged the water heater so that when I turn it on hot, it's the hottest it'll go. And then oh my god, and he's like, and then when I turn it cold, it's the coldest. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And and I felt like most of the movie I was watching, I was like. I I think I might do this if someone kidnapped my dog. Oh, absolutely! Like wow. the the whole time you're like I I kind of agree with you, Jackman. Like Paul Dano needs to give him up. Like what are you doing? And at the end of it, I feel like your stomach turns. Yeah, yeah. It's like, like oh, I can't believe he, like, he did all of that to an innocent ten year old IQ yeah. man. That's and I I, oh, I don't think that he's that innocent though because no, he did I pick them up. He, he did yeah. pick up the kids. Although I definitely wouldn't have tortured a man to that degree. But at the same time, give it up. Yeah. Just call it. Just say something, man. Yeah, just say man. something. There was a part where he, like, when he visits the ant for the first time and she explains that he's deadly afraid of snakes, I was like, he's going to get a snake. Yeah. He's going to get a snake and put him, put it in the shower with him. That's so fucked up. <laughs> yep. No, but he didn't. He didn't. He pieced it together before he did that. Yeah. yeah. I definitely got one of the next fucking, step for him. fucking pieces it together in the craziest way. Like, like the, I forget the other kidnapped uh daughter's name is uh, like, i saw you there yeah i yeah. saw you there she's like i saw, like you were there that's that's what she says and then he just immediately is like i just know immediately or like, he, or like, yeah, i was like i, I was like how is he there where could he have been yep yeah. yep i saw you there and like and like at first the movie like tempts you to think that that's gonna make hugh jackman like freak out and he's just like and then he just pieces it together he, he, he just, he just looks at her, like gone. thinks about i know it, where runs. my daughter yeah. is Loki tries to keep up with him. Loki goes to the wrong location, but still finds yep. Alex, which which inhibits him from from finding Hugh Jackman in the right time. And then uh, we don't even know how long he's down there. Like what? Probably like, well, he's probably like at least a couple hours. He's down there for like at least eight hours, I'd say, right? Yeah, Two. Um, Hugh, Hugh Jackman. There. I think that he's there for like days. Yeah. Really? Because like. They he, when do they, when do they well they get the they get the kid they t- they go to the ER it's at yep. least the next day because she has like the paper of like, oh the, you're right yeah. yep 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 because she she she's no 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 Loki has it has to be at least forty eight hours because right. they won't call it a missing person unless it's been unless it's been forty eight hours well yep. the paper was like the boy was reunited with them with his parents and it probably was at least a couple days yeah Paul, Paul Dano yeah right yeah. at least the next morning for sure for like for like the news to get it and like I mean the the newspaper news yeah for sure. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, th- this movie just so well written. You know, you know, this guy has only written four movies. The 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 writer for this, really? Yeah, and it's like and like not and like Denny. and like yeah, it's not Denny. I thought I, at first I was like, oh, Denny wrote this maybe, and then I was like, no, no, that's that's not true. Which I, I don't know <laughs> if if uh, if if Denny writes a- at all. Like I, I don't know if if he's a writer, if he's just a director, and he looks yeah. for, for like the right projects. Um, which is totally fine. Like I totally understand. I, I would do the same thing if I was a director. I'd just be looking for the right projects. Right. But, but I'm more interested in if this guy's ever going to write again. Um, what else has he written? Like that's his thing. I need to. I need to go back just a little bit. 
looks on like TV the letterbox. And he looks like he's like one of the, so far it's been like one of many writers for like TV shows. Like I've never seen any of these movies. Yeah. One of the one with Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yes, one with Mark Mark Wahlberg. It's it's contraband. It came out in 2012. It, it wasn't rated super highly on on Letterboxd. 2.7. Which I mean, I think I remember seeing the trailer. Yeah, for that, I know I was, I've like, seen that not cover. Interested in it? Not really. Give then he also wrote Wahlberg. this. I've Papillon, never, never heard of it. 2017, never. and it has I mean some notable faces. I mean Rami Malek and Charlie Hunnam. Um, I mean, good I'll have actors, to check that. I'd we'll say, to check that out maybe. Yeah, I mean, but regardless, like, yeah. he, he, I mean, honestly, he's on the slate for a Wolfman movie. I don't even know if that if that's gonna happen, but if it does, I'd I'd be there for that. That yeah. I mean, he he did a great job with this movie. We need we need more movies that are that are this well written. This was sure. like yeah, this because this was like one of the most like well written, well put together movies I I have seen in years. Like it's great. I immediately was like, I have to buy this. I have to yeah. own this movie. This is one of the coolest movies I've ever seen in my life. And it really, like, it. there is not a single moment. The only thing that I was able to predict in that movie was, like, oh, that's that's the dad that walked out five years ago. Wow. And that was the only thing that I that I, that I was able to piece together. But, I mean, otherwise, it, it was just, like, so unpredictable every step of the way. Like, it just kept you guessing. The movie looks good. The movie sounds yeah, good. so good. The movie man. creates, like, a perfect level of tension throughout. There's never a point where I'm like, oh, this is too much. I'm freaking out. Like, it was always, like... Oh Dude. man, I don't want this movie to end. Like it's two and a half hours, and I was genuinely upset when the when the credits rolled. I was like, no, come on. Dude. I could do another 30 minutes at yeah. least. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, like just, just show me pulling them out or something. something. Like something like that. Dude, one of my favorite things about this movie too is I mean, I think that like out of the two, Jake Gyllenhaal takes the the cake in terms of like whenever he's on the screen. Like everything that happens, I'm there. I mean, Hugh Jackman's same exact thing because when he yells, it's so powerful. But one of the scenes that, that like really stood out to me the, uh, this time was when um, he follows the uh, copycat ki- killer home. Yeah. And he's just like, You shop a lot at the Value Mart? He's like, Yeah, man. He's like, You know, I, I can't afford Brooks Brothers. And, and then Jake Dillon starts like, No, man. No. <laughs> I know. Uh, you bought children's clothes. <laughs> like, literally, just says it just yeah. like that. And I was like, just a pin could drop. Right. I was like, what the Ooh. fuck? Yeah, that was so cold. <laughs> and then he's just like, he just tries to shut the door and he's just boom, just like gets, oh my God, that was insane. I love that. Or just when like, he knocks on the door and he's just like, why'd you run away from me, man? That was so cold. Also, whenever, I mean, yeah. this is, this is chilling to think that he did it for this long, but he, um, Whenever he first is with Alex, like yeah, in in the interrogation room, and he, yeah. and he just has the hand on the wall, yeah, he's like, "You take those girls in the RV, man," and then he's just like, "I know, no. you're, I know you're not a bad guy. No. You wouldn't do anything wrong. I just, no. need to, I just need to know the truth. No. I just need to know what's going on straight. He's <laughs> please like, don't no. touch me." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he like he like leans closer <laughs> to him. He's like, "Please don't touch me, dude." Oh my god, that's like so good. I that's so good. I lived for this movie. I I like I started it at ten o'clock last night, so it ended wow. at twelve thirty. Yeah. Oh. Long but I was, watch. I was like, yeah. I could totally do that again right now. I could start this movie it's, right over. Also, how it starts. Can we just talk about like how little movies actually do this? They just the movie as it just starts going. Yeah. Like from the yeah. first shot. I mean, it's like, oh my goodness! Literally shooting the deer, uh, 
in the car talking about doomsday preparations, like always protecting your yeah. family, hanging out with friends. Girls are outside on the RV. Girls, girls are go, gone. Yeah, girls are gone. In five oh minutes, oh my god! Kicks off. And you're just like, what the fuck? And yet you feel like you know you have gotten a good understanding of each of the characters, and so you know like what, who, yep. who does what, who's gonna act like what, and what's gonna happen. Yep. And I just want to like do a quick shout out to the to the other family. Um, Terrence Howard. Oh was, yeah. Was uh, was was the husband? She did great. And Viola uh, Davis. Yeah, Viola Davis Viola is, is the wife. Too spectacular. They did great, and they weren't even in this movie a long time. Yeah. I mean, oh my god. Viola when, Davis's scene with Paul Dano uh, when she unties him is yeah. crazy. That was so. You chilling. untied her, dude. That yeah. that was. You untied him. That yeah. was chilling. Whenever she was like, "I want to see him." Yeah. Like wasn't didn't berate him. Yeah. Was just like, I want. I want to see him. And then just was taken to him. Oh my God. That was insane. That scene, even up to like where Hugh Jackman has him like pinned up against the wall and has his hand on the, on the sink and it has the, the hammer. The hammer. That was so good. I was like, oh no, no. Like, like that other... must have been a real hammer. I'm guessing yeah. like Paul Dana was probably freaking the fuck out and was like, bro, if he, he, like, if he just so sink. happens to lose yeah. himself in this performance, he might hit me. Like, oh my God. Cause I mean, even when he hit the wall, man, that was close to oh, his head. That right? was fucking terrifying. Yeah. That that probably was like oh just shocking oh and they and they probably got that in one take it most likely just because I like because like the sink was left the that way for the for the rest, rest of the movie, movie which yeah. is, which is pretty cool to think about and I and I wonder if 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 either of these guys brought anything to the table when it came to like ad libbing and like adding to the performance I, I mean it. obviously Jake Jake Gyllenhaal's, uh Twitch, I think he he talks about in interviews. And he's like, and he, and he talks about how he wanted him to look exhausted and extremely tired. Mission accomplished. Always on the edge. Really? Yeah, I mean it works. He looks great. I mean, I mean for for, the, for that role, he doesn't look real. healthy, but he looks great. Yeah, he really seemed real. Yep, very cool, very cool movie. We do need to talk about how Jake Gyllenhaal has a. I don't know if this contributes to anything whatsoever, but Jake Gyllenhaal wears a Freemason pinky ring throughout the whole movie. Really? And I kept just being like, "Why you got that on? Like, what's yeah, what's, what's going, going on? on? What's going on, buddy?" I didn't even notice. Yeah, that. he's That's like, crazy. I think I think it's literally because he like he is the opposite, not the opposite, but this movie once again dovetails into each other so perfectly. I think Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman are the same dude. It's just Hugh Jackman didn't join the police force and he had a family. And Jake Gyllenhaal joined the police force and did not have a family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like the these two characters who are pursuing justice with the same tenacity are just doing it through their own lanes. And uh, they end up solving it kind of in a, like together, together, even though they're yeah. against each other, which is very strange. It's just, once again, this movie's just... So well crafted, I love it. Also, for I did just read for the hammer scene, Hugh Jackman was asked by Denny to be completely ferocious for the next take. That take was used in the final cut. Also, oh, wow. apparently, the movie originally got an NC seventeen cut. I I don't I don't doubt that they apparently wow. had to cut a couple torture scenes and there's yeah, a scene where, where they suggested pedophilia and they had to cut that to get the R rating. Yep. I damn man. Ooh. Oh man, Ryan Gosling auditioned to play Loki. Could you imagine wow. what that would have been like? That, that would have been another chilling performance. I, I mean, it would have been a different I don't know movie. How you pass up on Ryan Gosling. To well, be honest, probably, probably I, because Denny may have been going for Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah, yeah maybe. like maybe you just see Gyllenhaal because they did, they does. did Enemy first, and yeah. so uh, they already had a, an right. established relationship at that and, point. And if you know, you, if Gyllenhaal walks in the the room. With that eye, haircut and doing the, the eye twitch, with the eye twitch, yeah. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm sorry, Ryan. Yeah, but I gotta go. I feel like Ryan would agree too. 
Like, yeah, you got to go No, no, man. Yeah, it was a a great, great performance. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm just going to let you you do this one. Yeah, I mean, great movie. What are we giving this? I honestly gave it a five. Um, This is a perfect movie. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, five. Five's all around. I mean, this movie's great. Great. I love this movie. Highly recommend it. I, I had a great time watching it again. I mean, just I definitely am going to buy it. Like it is, it needs to go. It's definitely like a masterpiece movie. I could watch it again and again and again. It is a, yeah, I, not I, a comfort I movie, but I feel like yeah. if I was just like, man, I need to throw something on. I could throw on prisoners at any given moment <laughs> and just like, yep. yeah, it's always been that way for me. I mean, I don't, I don't throw it on at any given chance, but whenever someone's bringing it up, I'm like, I am down to watch that detective Loki performance. Like, yeah. I mean, I, out of everything in the movie, I'm just always like, I'll watch detective Loki for sure. Like that, that is just a great, I mean, and of course you have Hugh Jackman. I mean, everyone once again, does a great job. I don't know why, but like detective Loki just, Swings for the fences and oh, makes yeah. it. Damn, Jake Gyllenhaal didn't even have to audition for this. Oh, goddamn! Gave it to him without an audition. That's crazy. That's insane. That's he, even he, more insane. He, he just trusted him. I get it. Wow. I love this movie so much. I'm glad to know that too. That's just really cool. Really cool. Now another movie that I love, not on the same degree, but a movie that I definitely I ended had up a, loving, in a different dude. Way. A pr- yeah, yeah, exactly. In, we, in, in a completely different way. Yeah. We have. Ernest goes to fucking jail, dude. Yeah! <laughs> Ernest goes to jail, baby. Yeah, I mean, this is like completely the different vibe, but I had a hell of a time what's, watching What's Ernest, Ernest about? So Ernest Goes to Jail was directed by John R. Cherry III. The third. The third. And I don't oh, know God. if he did any other... Oh. Oh, he did all of the <laughs> Ernest movies. All of them. Every single That's fucking Ernest movie. Like what he's done. That is insane. Uh, so... This one has a tagline, guilty maximum fun in the first degree. <laughs> that's the, oh my God. That is, I that love is that. That's so tagline. sick. That is crazy. Bumbling Ernest P. Worrell is assigned to jury duty where a crooked lawyer notices a resemblance with crime boss, Mr. Nash and arranges a switch. Nash assumes Ernest's job at a, as a bank employee while Ernest undergoes Nash's sentence to the electric chair. But instead of killing him, the electrocution gives Ernest superhuman powers, enabling him to escape from jail and foil Nash's attempt to rob the bank. But that, that's the whole entire that movie. Is that's the, not even a synopsis. Yeah, that's just a play-by-play of the movie. That, like, literally... <laughs> You have a you have a choice to mark your review as containing spoilers. They that, that whole synopsis summary, contains spoilers. Yeah, it should be <laughs> that warning. Come on, man. But I mean, I one we we were literally finishing this at work because we were just we were watching it. Yeah. And uh, one of one of our coworkers walked up and uh, and like we we started talking about Ernest and I was like, yeah, Ernest is not a movie that you tune in for the plot for, but the physical comedy. Oh yeah. I have to say yeah. is over the top. Like it just. Reminding me wholeheartedly why I love Tom and Jerry. Like I don't know yes. why I love. It's got Tom that and Jerry. same vibe, same exact vibe. Um, yeah, and know. I just was not expecting to enjoy this movie as much me as I either. did. It was so funny. I it was gonna be so dumb, like and not funny. And I, I was, was I was like that. on the floor laughing. Oh yeah. The, first like 10 minutes into it it just it starts so hot (laughs) no there is no holding back in that first like the opening shot of that movie is just him destroying the bank on accident oh my god yeah with the with the 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 uh, magnetism i guess he's literally magneto and yeah and then like mopping the floor and like (laughs) 
going up on the ceiling. I'm yeah. like, what the, the practical hell? effects during all of this is great. fucking it was, hilarious. It was and so the green fun. screen effects throughout it are yeah. amazing. Yeah, they're literally <laughs> otherworldly. Can you believe this has an 11% on Rotten Tomatoes? I know. I kept thinking I about that throughout it. the entire movie. And I was like, how is this, it like, that? Does nobody have skate? a sense of humor? Yeah, this is just a like, genuinely, like, it is a funny, and it is an inoffensive movie. Nobody can watch that movie and be like, this is offensive. To who? This movie is so good. Like, I loved it. One of my favorite parts, just randomly, um, is the lighting in the jail. Yeah, the bisexual lighting in the jail. What the <laughs> hell is going on? Like, like the jail cells are pink, the hallways are red, and then the exits are teal. It's like, what? Where are we? Are we in like Mandy? Like, what? They're like is on going a set on? of like a Nickelodeon studio in the yeah. 90s. Bro, I'm like, where? Why is the lighting so strange? And then they go outside, and it's completely natural. It's like. What the yeah. fuck? Also, all the cops that just wear like those big shoulder pad blazers. Bro, <laughs> dude, the uniforms are so like sci-fi. They're so yes. strange. They're so weird. It's so yeah. otherworldly. I didn't get it. It's so amazing. I it's loved so it. It's so jarring on the like. It's one of those things I didn't notice until like I saw it like for a third time. I was like, yeah. what the hell? Are, what the hell are these cops yeah. wearing? Because I thought it was maybe just one cop. <laughs> yes. And then yes. the whole squad. The whole thing. <laughs> it's just like I mean, the warden has like a more official, like normal-looking down-to-earth yeah. uniform. Every other, like I guess, uh, goon or like not not goon god, but um, the uh, grunts, I guess, for like like the uh, police force. You're right, spiky shoulders. Yeah, and it's like magenta. Yeah. It's like magenta blazers. <laughs> the most threatening color what of the all. Fuck, it's just it's so yeah. strange, but I love it. Like every time, every time the jail came on, I would just chuckle because I'm like, who did that? <laughs> Who designed this set? Because I love it. What is this? <laughs> I love it. And also, Ernest is like Ernest House gave me a uh, Robin Williams and like Flubber vibes. Yeah, like all the gadgets and yeah. shit that he had. He's walking in the door. It's like turning on the TV. It's like literally, dude. Joey said like the funniest thing about like like a Google Home. He's like, is it, is it like, literally? <laughs> I was like. Like all of this, like a Google Home could do. Like, yeah, yeah. Play, like play music, <laughs> one, turn on the lights. When, when he comes back to his house after the the, the guy is coming in, he's like, and was, "My husband, so I've been vandalized <laughs> by Elvis." By Elvis, so yeah. funny because it, it, like it's like all stylish and shit. That's the, so like, funny. Stylish. And it plays like, like the brown twang yeah. when he yeah. says, "Oh my god, dude!" <laughs> this movie is comedic delivery, like. Perfection. Gold. Yeah. I mean, there there were like a couple jokes that like didn't land, but it's like oh. one out of like twenty five, dude. It's Not like land. I mean, it's like so funny, and then like sometimes it'd be like, oh, that that would almost funny, be then, funny that it did land. Yeah, yes. yeah, you're just like. Yeah. <laughs> like who wrote like, that? Okay. Yeah, exactly. When he's at dinner with the love interest and he's like starts magnetizing, I, I was, was like, I was like, come on, this is too funny. <laughs> There's no way they're gonna keep doing this. <laughs> One spoon is reacting. Yeah. Nothing yeah. else is Nothing reacting. Else is Everything reacting. is like, the same. The silverware distance. next to him isn't reacting. Not reacting. Just the one spoon. But his and his facial cues every time, like he his face face in this movie is like claymation. Like so he makes these funny. super bizarre inhuman faces that I'm just like, man, this is so funny. Jim you Barney, so, yeah, like, like, and both characters he plays he, with Nash and with Ernest, that like his facial expressions are so out there and wild. So See, good. I think we paired this with the wrong movie. This definitely, this is still a Denny Villeneuve movie. Villeneuve movie. This is Enemy though, through and through. Yeah. This is literally I, a shot for shot that's remake. So of funny. <laughs> yeah, you're like, like Denny saw this movie and was like, I can make it more serious. Like yeah. yeah. go that that direction. Oh my god! What's dude. your favorite line that Ernest has in this movie? 
Oh, I, I mean, okay, the line, I wish I knew it by heart because I loved it yeah, so I much. Gotta... He was like, as long as I brush my teeth and bathe regularly, I will have success coming to me hand over fist. Like, yeah, it was like, so funny. Like, and I was like, what the fuck? I'm like, this guy is so funny, dude. And that's like out the gate. That's like one of the first things he says in that movie. He just gotta believe in the system, Ernest. And he's like, you're right. It's so funny, dude. I was like, oh my God, this is so funny. Th- and, oh my God. There's so many one-liners in this movie. My favorite part of the movie is toward, it's like towards the end, and it's like the, the warden comes in and is like, "Tomorrow's the big day for you," and he's like, "Big day? You hear that, fellas? I'm getting out." And they're like, "You're getting the chair." And he's like, "They're like, you're going on death row." And he's like, "Death row? You mean like the chair?" The hot seat, dead meat, deep six, it's over, pal. You're out of here, bub. The groundhog's bringing you your mail. <laughs> You're picking up turnips with a stepladder. The no tomorrow, that kind of rub. Oh, oh no, the row? I was like, oh no. <laughs> that was the, like, his line delivery. And he does so like that perfect. multiple times in the movie, and it's funny every single time dude and like the golden scene that comes after that is that epic like score comes in he's like it's time for me to face the music it's time for me to face fate it's time and then then the cop's like it's time for it's time Ernest he's like I don't want to die it's it's so generic but it's like it's his delivery makes those moments so funny honestly so and and after getting the electric chair (laughs) And and coming out and just being like Palpatine. That was wild. That, that I was love so that. Awesome. I don't care how bad the lightning looked. It was so funny. I'm Ernest Peace. Like what does he say? Whirl, Electro Man. And then he just like shoots like dust out of his fingers. And and he's he like like dancing almost doing dude, that it. That was like, awesome. Like behind his back. Yeah, and trick his, shots and yeah. shit. That was so funny, dude. Oh my god, this like, movie is so good, bro. I mean, honestly, he's like right there with the Dow. Yeah, like at least yes. in my mind. Yes. He, he just does whatever he does and things seem to work out in his favor. Even when like catastrophe is about to strike, he yeah. diffuses the bomb when there's 10 seconds left. Yeah. What the fuck? Even when there's only three minutes left <laughs> like on the bomb, Like they show you three minutes scene. is left and then you have like a 10 minute fight, fight scene. scene. And then it goes yeah. like two minutes and 45 seconds. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> You're like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that makes total sense. Even though we haven't left this building once. Like, right. Oh my God. <laughs> I think that this is also just an excellent commentary on the American prison system. They literally pr- they put him on fucking death him. row. And he, he looks like Nashville. Like he is repeatedly like showing that he is not this guy. He's and nobody's like, we just check this There's out. There's an obvious difference. Right? Every time. The we should potentially look. And they just like put him in a ch- put him in the chair again in the bisexually lit death electric yeah. <laughs> chair room. Dude, I oh my god, like this this movie. It literally made me want to watch so many more of these. I'm gonna watch all these movies honestly because they're they're quick. They're like 80 minute movies and they're all this. Dude, one uh, one of the uh, reviews that that I just loved from this movie is he says, "I was shocked to find this." uh, What does he say? Statistically closer to the cartoonishly over-the-top comedies of 80s Hong Kong cinema than than anything else in the Ernest canon. He said, The decision to play evil Ernest as a real threat was a smart one, and the climax is surprisingly audacious. And it's just crazy how how he like he goes so in-depth. Shout out to to to, to Justin. Declo, De- I guess is, is is how you say his last name. But I loved his his review because, like that that's what I love about movies like this. Because if you dive deep mm-hmm. and you make these like weird off the wall connections, it just becomes funnier. 
Oh, true. It just becomes yeah. richer. It just becomes like another reason to watch it. That's why, like Pootie Tang, every time I watch that movie, I'm like, this movie's so dumb, but I love it. Exactly. And then recently we just watched Kung Pao, and I was like, oh my god, Man. that movie's wild. <laughs> I can't believe you had never seen fuck? Kung Pao. Yeah, that that was wild. Watched that with my dad when we were really? in North Carolina, <laughs> shooting, doing the doing the new movie. That's awesome. Well, I, I feel like comedies as a whole, like. If like any comedy made today has to be somewhat meta, it yeah, has to be like deep and ha- say something else. They just don't make a slapstick anymore. Yeah, no, yeah, and you know sometimes it's fun to just enjoy something like this where you don't really have to think about what's happening. It's true. You just you just get to laugh. Yep. Sometimes you, you just get to watch killer clowns from outer space. <laughs> and other times you watch a good movie like Ernest goes to fucking jail. Yes, it's uh, like yeah, true. <laughs> This movie looked like it was so much fun to make. Like, oh, it just, yeah, I feel like being on set would have been a blast. Yeah. And, yes, you're right. This movie's total total chaos. Objectively, chaos. from, like, a cinematic standpoint, sure, it's bad. But, yeah. like, it is so much fun. Sometimes it's not, though. Sometimes I'm just like, that was pretty cool how they did that. I mean, really. I, I mean, a lot of, uh, of um, effort went into the effects. Went the green screen the though towards gags. the end of that movie is yeah. so bad. So bad, but, but it's, it's so f- it adds it, to the it charm. Just, yeah, exactly. Yeah, really, it just yeah, adds. I think it really does that. Please uh, put your arms and legs inside the aircraft at all times. <laughs> As he's just like like floating yeah. in the. I came. I saw. I got blowed up. And then the credits roll. I got blown <laughs> up. That's so funny, dude. Like, that's the end of this movie. I fucking love it. Yeah, it literally just saves a day, explodes, <laughs> almost dies. And what about that? The, Multiple times. The security guard, the the skinny one with the gun, man. That guy was <laughs> Bro. very liberal with that gun. Oh, my God. Like, the scene where he's got it, like, pointed to, like, the bank president's head. Yeah, the, I thought that that was so funny though like we don't need triangle of sadness we need Ernest goes to jail yes. this movie says so much without so saying jack much. shit I would love it to doesn't see, say anything I would have loved to have seen Ernest like tackle communism bro <laughs> yeah. Ernest, Ernest goes to North Korea oh my god oh my god what the fuck they do have Ernest goes to Africa so oh, I mean they, yeah hey I'm curious what happened there that would there. be that would that's probably a crazy movie. That's probably a movie lie. that didn't age well, but I'm I would that still would watch. Crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm a little nervous. Ernest about that. meets Captain Alex, dude. I wish. Oh I man, wish. it sucks because I mean Jim Varney's dead now, so I mean there's so no more, sad. No yeah. more Ernest movies. We but. would we would have seen Ernest, I think, everywhere if 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 uh, Jim Varney was still. Especially like, now, R- I feel like R- they would have R- tried to pull like one more like Ernest movie out of nowhere, and like for sure we all would have seen it. It probably would not have been good, but it would have been like, oh yeah, I saw the new Ernest movie. How crazy is that? Yeah, he 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 probably aged kind of like a Jim Carrey did, where it's like he maybe would have tried his hand in other stuff. And yeah, like, so I don't know if it would have worked. It would have worked, but like he works with the Safdie brothers. Yeah, right. <laughs> Seriously, once I would love to see an Ernest Safdie brothers movie. Yes, <laughs> I wish if only Ernest if bets only. on the Knicks. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be so weird. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't have a ton to say other than, like, it was super funny. And the, super my funny. correlation is genuinely that this is just a Denny Valley movie. Because I, I thought that they were both going to be movies awesome. about dudes going to jail. But, like, it, it, it just, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, like. And no one's really on the brink in this movie. No, like, like you said, he's, like, like fully, he's fully down. He's just yeah. there. So there's nobody on the brink at any point during bro, this movie. <laughs> bro, like, he, like. I love movies like this, like where a character is just able to be themselves completely and, and chaos ensues. Yeah. 
They don't change anything about their character at all, yeah. and yet the movie still concludes and, and wraps up all the chaos neatly, and then the movie's over. The movie's over, like, yeah. I mean, I feel like Bill and Ted is like that. Um, Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> funny, is like that sometimes. <laughs> You're just but, saying that because you read The Tao of Pooh in the day of, in the day of Picklet. Yeah, those are good books. <laughs> <laughs> You think I don't know? I gave you those books. Dude, those books are fucking great. I know. I know they're great. They're my books. I probably need to return that to you, honestly. I'm pretty sure I have. I'm pretty sure I just bought new copies. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Dude, great movie. If you guys get the chance to watch it, Joey's 100% right. Nick's 100% right. I'm 100% right. You should just throw it on whenever you got nothing to watch and you just want to watch something fun. You don't really want to think about it and you just want to have a good laugh. It's easy. It's an 80-minute movie. Like so It's so fast. low commitment. Yeah. It's a very quick watch. And yeah. like there's not, there is no moment where you're not entertained throughout mm-hmm. that movie. It mm-hmm. is funny from the minute it starts to the minute it ends. And everyone's just so funny. And like I, I feel like if you're not into the... Like the lines of it, you'll love the the physical comedy aspects of for it. sure. And de- like, if you love Tom and Jerry, Nathan, shout out to you. You need to check out this movie. I think you. <laughs> you would just shout out your it. brother on the podcast, bro. He loves Tom and Jerry. Well, then he would I love, love Ernest Jerry. goes to jail. You need to watch I love Tom my and friend, Jerry. My friend, my friend Seth has been saying that we need to do Ernest Scared Stupid next. I'm down. He bro. said that one like is a psychological it's a Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Halloween. Yeah. Maybe maybe we could save it for Halloween. I would love to do Ernest. That's way in the in the future. We could we could pair it with like a scary movie, dude. That I would, would love to fun. do that. We should watch yeah. Ernest Scared Stupid at some point and like kind of get an idea of what would Are be. Are we setting the goal this year of trying to watch all of them? I I made it a personal goal for myself to watch every single Ernest movie. That I came would out. like to commit to that goal because I, I, I have to watch Ernest. Y'all are gonna movies. have to talk to me after all the Oscars. Okay, yeah, true, true. We'll <laughs> spread them out. There's we only, do like one Ernest movie a month. Yeah, yeah. 2023 was the year of Ernest for, for the Shot in the Chaser podcast. Oh, yeah, please. I mean, I do, I do want to watch them because I told myself at the beginning of this year that I was gonna watch 200 movies I had never seen before. Yeah, and so so far I'm at 12, and so I've got ways to go. Dang, but yeah. I do. Want, I, I made it to 130 last year, so I think I can do it. Hell yeah, dude! Yeah, only need to fill in the gaps. What are we giving? Ernest goes to jail. Man, I'm gonna give this one a solid like three and a half. Maybe I, even maybe even a four. I like, feel I mean, like you're really pushing good. up to three and a half. Were you? Did you put yours at a three? I, I also have a three, but I feel like I could bump it up. Yeah, like it's yeah. funny. Part, like, and it's I mean, not the greatest thing I've ever watched. But once it is again, so hilarious. I just want to reiterate. I think that experience trumps all when it when it comes to the movies. Like yeah. it, personally, like I mean, and as you rewatch movies, that experience tends to die down. But right. as a first time watch. For sure, three point five, maybe even a four. Like it, it's just so fun. It's definitely not a perfect movie. It's not up everyone's alley, but no. I think it was extremely enjoyable. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. De- definitely getting the heart from me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good move. Good move. We're an Ernest Stan podcast we are here. An Ernest Stan podcast. R.I.P. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode tonight. Uh, what do we have on the docket next week? On the docket next week, we are super excited. We get to, we get to watch one of Joey's favorite directors. Yes, do you want to intro that movie? Watching Lady Bird. Let's yes. go. That's the chaser. Chaser. And the shot is Nick. This is one of your favorite. We're movies. watching. We're all going to the World's Fair. Uh, I'm very recent. excited. Yes, yeah, but great yeah, movie. I'm excited too. Yeah. I haven't seen it. 
Joey hasn't seen We're All Going to the World's I'm a Fair. I love both of them. They're great. Yeah, Joey, you you got nothing to worry about. Got it in a limited edition Blu-ray. Yep. It's it's spectacular. Oh man, can't it's wait. It's so good. Two coming of age movies. It's pretty much coming of age uh, episodes. So yeah, we're we're super oh, excited. Coming of age ready. episode. Yeah, and I feel like that <laughs> one might have favorite. a little bit more correlations, but this one was just pure enjoyment. I yeah, mean, this I mean, was the just correlation fun. was just we love both these movies. It was fucking awesome watching both of them. So. We just learned that we need to watch all the Ernest movies. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> we commit. We're we commit to, to you. How to say Teddy Valenoob's name. Yeah, right. We don't, I, right. I, don't I think know if I th- we'll ever learn. Yeah, we literally <laughs> said like six different ways already. Honestly. And we'll just keep uh, keeping track. But uh, where can people find us on Letterboxd? On Letterboxd, if you haven't found us already, um, it's Shot and Chaser Pod. We'd love to, to see you guys on there. We are also on Twitter at the Shot and the Chaser Podcast or at Shot Chaser Pod 22. You can also find us on Instagram at the Shot and the Chaser Pod. If you ever want to reach out to us, we're the most active on the Instagram. You can always message us there. Um, we mm-hmm. are going to be doing some fun stuff for the Oscars. We're definitely mm-hmm. going to be watching every single nomination. We're also going to see if we can get you guys involved a little bit more uh, during this. We've got like a month and a half to get that all going, but we'll we'll keep everybody updated. But until then, I'm Nick. I'm Matt. And I'm Joey. Awesome. Thank you guys so much, and have a good night. Yeah!